This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone, so let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. I hope you guys are all doing well out there. I hope that um, you are feeling good regardless of all of the planets going retrograde. I mean, there was a time back in the day, you know, when none of this was really spoken about. You know, Mercury retrograde, Venus retrograde, planets going retrograde, astrology. It's a very new thing to be talking about and it seems like everybody has an awareness of this now which is really cool because that means that everybody is more tapped into their energetic kind of inventory and they're they're not just blaming you know people or themselves for everything there there is an energetic shift that occurs when planets are going retrograde but there was a time when we didn't really know anything about this, you know? And it's just interesting to to place a lot of energy into overanalyzing astrology. 
Uh, I think there's a time and place for it, but I don't think that it should, I don't think it should rule our lives. I don't think that we should only live our life in a certain way when certain planets are moving a certain way or I don't think that we should only make choices or only do certain things in our lives when you know astrology tells us to uh, that's just a little a little food for thought right there if you're feeling overwhelmed if you're if you're feeling kind of uh overdrive dri- overdriven I don't know if that makes sense but there's a lot of posts a lot of articles a lot of Instagram you know long posts about you know astrology and it and it, it's there to help us become better people and it's there to realize our patterns and our cycles and kind of be more in tune with the universe and the energy that is aligned with the planets but it shouldn't be scaring you in any way it shouldn't be making you feel like your life is put on hold in any way it shouldn't be making you feel like you can't make decisions until a certain planet is you know going the right way I don't think any astrologer would would recommend living your life like that I just think that it's a tool to keep ourselves aligned with our energy and what is going on in our lives as far as the situations, the people, the conversations that we're having, the emotions that we're having, the triggers that are that's happening. It's all connected. It's all correlated to um, energetics of everything that's happening around us. And, you know, if we want to get technical, the the largest scale of energy, if we want to go out in the biggest lens and zoom out, is the planets and the moon so that's my spiel i have been let's see i have some notes here just for this intro and before before i get into these little things i wanted to talk about um this episode is a 30 minute guided meditation with writing prompt at the end and i did this on instagram live for clear clear stem skincare on their Instagram and I also put it up on my YouTube and I figured why not why don't I make this into a podcast episode and you know have a little bit of talk in the beginning about things that are going on and then excuse me and then go right into the guided visualization meditation and a lot of you guys who did it um got I got some really cool DMs from you guys saying that it helped you and Um, So it's not just a meditation. There's also a writing prompt at the end. So the meditation's probably 25 minutes and then the writing prompt at the end is about five minutes. So I think you're really going to enjoy it. It's all about wearing how we wear masks right now, not just literally in, in the quarantine type pandemic mask, but we, we wear masks as far as what role we play in front of certain people, in front of certain family members and friends. And it's all about tapping into fantasy and allowing ourselves to really start to take off these layers of masks that we have put on over the years and all these things that have been programmed into us and conditioned into us and allowing ourselves to step into a new story, into a new light, into a new way of being without attaching ourselves to how other people 
view us, how other people have viewed us over the years, um, we're subject to change. We're allowed to change. We're allowed to change our, our opinions. We're allowed to change our personality. We're allowed to change everything about us. If we didn't change, then we'd be fucked. If I never changed, I would still be doing drugs and drinking and binging and, you know, beating up my body really terribly like I was years ago. Um, and I'm one year sober now, one year clean, and I'm going to create an episode all about that as well. But if you're following me on Instagram, um, I do post about it a lot, so I'm sure you're sick of hearing about it. But um, yeah, I'm one year clean, no drinking, no drugs, just herbal medicines, no sex. And I also have a, a podcast episode coming out very soon about my celibacy journey and how I've been celibate for one year. Celibacy means no sex, no masturbation, none of that. Um, obviously no porn and... I feel really good. I don't, I, I know that it sounds crazy to some people, but I feel really good and I feel like I've been cleansing and detoxing and reclaiming my self-worth through, through celibacy. So that's been a huge thing in my healing journey. Um, so right now we're in a shift, obviously, with the planets going retrograde, but without you know, putting too much analysis and, and too much pressure on that. I've been feeling these waves of emotion for some time now, almost like a bipolar kind of, you know, thing. And I am a fire sign, so that might be why. But I'm wondering if you guys are dealing with that as well. These, these really intense waves of emotion, of ultimate highs and then ultimate lows, you know, these these days where you're like, oh my God, my life's awesome. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to work out. I'm really happy. I'm really grateful. There's so much to be grateful for. And then the next day you, in, in, in my case, you know, in my, in my experience, I feel doomed. I hate everyone on Instagram. I can't stand any podcast that I listen to. I can't stand any music. Nothing is interesting me. Everything is pissing me off. I feel like I'm gonna be alone forever I feel like I'm gonna be depressed forever whoops I feel like I'm going to be doomed in this negative headspace and that I'm going to be suffering forever and nothing's ever gonna change those are two two completely opposite polarities of of the psyche and it happens very quickly and I'm not saying that I am bipolar. I'm saying that the energies right now within this physical reality and what's going on is very sporadic. And I know that I'm not the only one feeling that way. So if you're feeling like that, you're not alone. Definitely, definitely try to lean in to more walking and movement and breath and journaling and laying in the sun. Those are the main things that's literally healing me. Like today, I... Finally, our pool, the, the pool's open, so, you know, they, they're letting people come in and use the pool at 25% people capacity. So I went and I read and I, I had a really nice afternoon just laying in the sun. Literally, the most simple thing has such a huge effect, especially on hormones, especially if you have, you know, thyroid problems or Hashimoto. Sun is a really, really 
cheap and easy way to heal and to really just let the body kind of do its thing by absorbing natural earth energy from the sun. So what else? My circadian rhythm, I have that written down in my notes. Okay, circadian rhythm um, has been really fucked up recently, even worse than normal. I mean, I am trying to go to sleep at a normal hour, but it's just not possible. Like, I fucking, there's some nights where I go to sleep at 3 or 4 in the morning. There's some nights where I go to sleep at 1.30 a.m. and then I wake up like 10 times through the night. It's like really, it's really irritating. Um, and last night I was listening to Alan Watts lectures on YouTube and that was super calming and really like, I don't know, it like got me to a level that I hadn't felt in a while. And I will try to remember to put that in the show notes, but it's really easy to find. Um, if you just go on YouTube and you type in Alan Watts lectures, there's one about love and he talks about self-love and friendships and relationships and how, how, you know, falling in love with someone or making a new friend is a gamble and how we have to take that risk and we have to take that gamble in order to be an open channel to receive because if we're not taking those risks and we're not gambling and we're not you know putting ourselves out there and seeing what kind of love we can receive then we're not going to receive anything and we're going to be very closed off and what he was saying in this lecture is that the opposite of love and receiving love is self-destruction so it's a equal and opposite energetic force, which is, you know, when you're receiving love, you feel great. When you're not receiving love and you're not giving love, you take it out on yourself by self-destruction, whether that's substance abuse, you know, self-medication, self-destruction through violence, through whatever it is. Um, so I found that really interesting and his whole philosophy about self-love is really funny because uh, I'm sure you guys are well aware and familiar with all of the thought leaders and influencers and spiritual leaders who say, how can anyone love you if, if you don't love yourself? And I fucking cannot stand when I see somebody say that. I unfollow them right away because that's a fucking bunch of bullshit. Um, there's not a single human on this earth that fully loves every part of themselves. There's not a single person on this earth who is fully healed from every single thing they've ever gone through. There's not a single person on this earth who doesn't hold some kind of dark part of themselves or dark shadow of themselves that they have a tiny speck of guilt or shame about so the fact that people are out there saying that you're never gonna have anybody love you until you fully love yourself that is like some of the most toxic you know spiritual bypassing that you can ever partake in and if somebody says that to you run run far away 
unfollow them, stop talking to them because they have some work to do on themselves. And part of the relationship, part of friendships, part of human connection is helping each other and lifting each other and acknowledging that not everyone is perfect and helping each other through their battles and allowing them to to live their their shadow and you're not going to just flick them out of your life, you know? Like there's a lot of people who are in amazing relationships who are both depressed. You know, like there's there's people who are suffering with like severe mental illness who are in the most loving and amazing relationships who are happily married and have kids. It doesn't matter if you're fully healed or you fully love yourself. The the point of friendship and romantic partnership and connection is is evolving together and accepting each other for where you, they are at that time and not trying to change them. Um, you know, of course, it's good to change for the better and self-development and self-growth is why we're all here. This is why we're all listening to podcasts. This is all why we do yoga and why we meditate and all this fucking shit. But to say that no one's ever going to love you and you're going to be single forever until you fully love yourself that is just like so mean and so it's it's a disgrace to say that you know it's like that's not what it's about relationships are meant to create a safe space and lift each other up and there's been relationships in my life where they really helped me see myself in a better way and they really they really let me know, like, you're an awesome person or you're beautiful or whatever. And, you know, they helped me grow my self-esteem and grow my self-worth. And there's also been relationships in my life that have diminished my self-worth and made me feel horrible about myself. So that says a lot about our the power of relationships and the power of how it can help us or hurt us. So that's my little spiel on that, but I really just really, I, I feel so terrible when anyone, if anyone, if any of you guys have ever read a quote or a meme like that, um, no one's ever going to love you, or how can anyone love you if you don't love yourself? No, just no. We, we're all suffering and we all deserve love, regardless if we have parts of ourselves that we haven't fully loved we're all human. We're in this human experience. There's no, not one single person in this world who doesn't have a shadow or a dark side. So don't let that spiritual bypassing shit come into your life. Um, something again with circadian rhythm. Um, I've been taking 5-HTP capsules, one every night. Sometimes I forget and I feel like maybe that, that might be why my insomnia has been really bad. Um, I've been spraying my room with a lot of lavender and eucalyptus. Those two scents, for some reason, really just, like, calm me. And no caffeine. Let's see. I had a really bad um, Hashimoto kind of breakout or, I don't know, like, all my symptoms just, just came about and I have been listening to so many podcasts about healing hormones and Hashimoto and thyroid and all that and everything that I had been listening to was leading me towards 
doing less hit and more yoga and just walking and no running, no jogging, none of that because that's just stressing the body out. So the whole thing with healing hormones that I've been really understanding as of recent, this is just everything is angling me and pointing me towards this main idea is that if we want to heal our gut and our hormones and our Hashimoto and our thyroid issues, we need to de-stress the body. And by overworking, you know, doing all these HIIT workouts, you know, following all these fitness influencers who are working out every day and doing all this fucking crazy shit, you know, it's toxic. It's toxic to to put ourselves in the expectational box of fitness influencers who might not have the same, you know, issues as us. Adrenal issues, adrenal fatigue, autoimmune, this is all stress-related. So what I'm realizing is that I need to slow down and I can't be doing HIT every day. HIT is not meant to be done every day, especially with someone like me who has adrenal fatigue and Hashimoto. So I'm going, I'm, I'm really revamping my entire um, routines and practices and I'm doing, if I feel like I want to do HIIT, I'll do it like one day a week. I'll walk the rest of the days of the week. I'll do yoga. I'll do some strength training, some squats, lunges, that kind of stuff, but nothing HIIT that's going to like overwhelm my adrenals. So that's something huge. I take ashwagandha. I take burdock root and I take milk thistle to help with my liver and my kidneys it's a very um, good herbs to detox and cleanse but these are just things that have been helping me and my experience um what else I think that's it less rolling and more enjoying your life that's the last thing that I have written down is more learning and less scrolling from people who are just talking about nothing. And maybe this intro is kind of (laughs) in that realm of talking about nothing, but I try to just be clear and cut to the point and get there and share what's helping me so that I can just help you guys and have it be done with. So without further ado, let's just get right into this 30-minute self-healing meditation It's a guided visualization meditation and journaling prompt at the end. Enjoy. So we'll start in a couple of minutes. If you just want to get comfortable and take a seat or you can lie down on your back in Shavasana, you can lie down on your couch, you can sit in a chair. Very short meditation to 
center ourselves and this meditation is based around stepping out of chaos and away from suffering and I'm gonna get more into it but the whole theme of my meditation practice recently has been stepping into this place of fantasy so when you think about fantasy, you might think, oh, like, not real, you know, fake, fantasy land. But right now, with the times that we are in, it does require a little bit of a tapping into inter-fantasy because things are very challenging right now, very scary at times, very um, unimaginable, you know? People are saying, it feels like we're in a movie, it feels like this, it feels like that. And in order for us to continue thriving, um, we have to find ways to step out of the frame of suffering and, you know, allow ourselves to tap into that strength that we have. And a lot of it has to do with envis envisioning and visualizing and um, that fantasy world of closing your eyes and pretending everything is okay. Um, not to pretend that everything is okay when you step into meditation, but there is a very strong layer of fantasy when you're meditating in this time frame that we're in, in a time of chaos, in a time of uncertainty, in a time where we don't know how long we're going to be in this particular situation for. So regardless of the situation that you're in right now, whether it's challenging with your family or your relationship or your body or addiction or you're just going through a rock bottom it could be anything um, those are all the perfect opportunities to tap into that fantasy of you know what I know that my outer world is chaotic outside of my body but I can turn inside of my body and step out of the chaos, out of the frame of suffering, and step into a frame of abundance, of acceptance, of, you know, contentment. Contentment is something that we have the power to tap into, even when shit's kind of hitting the fan. So, um, that's just a little preamble, and I hope that you guys are doing well out there and at this point you know I I think that there's two ways to perceive quarantine we can think that we're in prison and we can feel like we are stuck and we're imprisoned and we are um, we're shackled you know and then we can think that we're on a wellness retreat so there's those two polar opposites of thinking, where are we right now, you know? And we have the control to change the frame of our mind, of where, where we want to be, at least. Even if it's a really shitty day, even if it's a really hard day, we have the potential to step, back, step in and step out of our abundance and our suffering and all that. So we're going to get started. I'm going to also keep this live for 24 hours. And I'm gonna try to save it and put it on my YouTube channel. We'll see if that works, because my phone kind of sucks. Definitely need to get a new phone. 
So get comfortable. Again, you can be in a comfortable seated position or you can be lying down on your back. If you're just joining us, we're gonna be doing a short meditation and then we're gonna do a, a writing prompt, all right? So you can have your eyes open, slightly open, gazing down at the ground like I am right now, or you can close your eyes. So you choose. I, I recommend closing your eyes. So close your eyes and just start to roll your shoulders up and down a couple of times. Maybe roll out the neck. I'm gonna take these off. You can roll out the neck a few times. center and then just go side to side with your neck. And then come back to center and then whether you're lying down on your back now you can go back to lying down on your back or you're sitting against a wall that's fine. Relax your shoulders down and close your eyes. stepping out of the frame of our physical reality, everything that's outside of our body, the situations, the people, wherever you are sitting and meditating, you're now stepping out of that frame and you're stepping into a new frame or a new scene in your mind. So you're flicking the switch of one part of your psyche and you are literally walking into another room. You're walking into that room and you're shutting the door behind you and now you have your privacy. How good that feels to just close the door behind you and lay down, close your eyes. You're feeling very relieved that you have this privacy and there's nobody looking at you and nobody needs anything of you right now. It's just you and your body and your breath. So start to notice how deep your breaths are and just try to take deeper breaths. You don't have to control the breath or do any crazy kind of breathing techniques. Just start to inhale deeper than you were before and exhale even longer. You can breathe in through your nose and exhale out of the mouth. Or if you'd like to just breathe in and out of your nose, that's fine too. As you breathe in, really feel the breath hitting the back of your chest, expanding your lungs, Feel strong in your spine, lifting your heart up towards the sky, slightly dropping the chin down towards your chest and feeling strong in your core, feeling grounded in your sits bones. Continue those deep breaths, so inhaling through the nose, 
exhaling out of the mouth or through the nose. Each inhale, you start to feel your belly rise, your lungs inflate, you feel your entire body. And then you exhale, release. If you'd like to place one hand on your belly and one hand on your heart during this meditation, you can do that. Or your hands can be down by your sides, by your knees, palms face up for receiving energy from the universe. Take another deep breath in through the nose. This time, sigh it out of your mouth. And then just continue to breathe naturally on your own. Continuing to listen to the sound of your breath. So even if your breaths aren't very loud, you can feel them, you can hear them, you're in your body, your eyes are closed. Each breath starts to thread into the next breath. So your inhales and your exhales, they slowly flow together threading together one seamless breath in and out, in and out. If the mind starts to wander, that's normal. Meditation isn't a practice of perfecting the mind to have no thoughts. Meditation is a practice to strengthen the muscles within our psyche to release heavy thoughts or toxic thoughts without ruminating on them, without attaching ourselves to them, without them hooking onto our back and then us being stuck with a toxic thought or a toxic way of thinking. Meditation is here to help us just flow with the thoughts coming in and out of our minds. Not to shut our minds off or to build up a wall or to not allow ourselves to feel or think. If anything, meditation is the practice to invite ourselves to look at our thoughts and our shadow and our memories or our flashbacks and accept them instead of judging, instead of thinking that we're crazy, instead of thinking that we're doomed. So continue to breathe and I want to guide you through this visualization of stepping out of our suffering, jumping out of the frame that we can sometimes find ourselves in, this frame of suffering, this, this movie scene of dread, of depression, of anxiety, whatever it is you want to call it, these waves of emotion can hit us and crash into us, and then we'll be knocked down by this wave. But we don't have to be knocked down for too long, right? The wave is gone, went back into shore. Now we have this grace period of, of moments, of, of space and time. The wave crashed over us and now it's all the way back into shore and now we are lying on a beach we cr 
crawled away from from the shoreline so we're nice and dry we're not a, we're not near the water and now we are laying in this warm sand in the beach it's perfect weather absolutely perfect day the sun is beaming on your skin your eyes are closed and you're just melting into the sand you have a nice delicious cold beverage next to you and you're just now you're gazing at the ocean and you say wow that that ocean is beautiful but just a few moments ago you got crashed into shore by a really brutal wave now your perspective is much different because you're comfortable you're lying in the sand you're breathing you're sipping your coconut water and you say to yourself wow things are really good but just a few moments ago you were suffering the energy of suffering and contentment can be manipulated by our thinking and our energy and our our thoughts and our breath we do have the power to jump out of the frame or the movie scene of suffering or anger or resentment and into a more beneficial for us and everyone around us kind of energetic frame so that we can feel better in this moment regardless of how someone may have hurt us or an emotional wave hit us or we feel depressed and doomed we feel like we're gonna be alone forever the beauty of all of the bad emotions is that they are impermanent nothing is permanent everything is temporary with that said everything is temporary even the good emotions, even the most amazing, blissful moments of our lives are temporary. And we have those memories of those blissful, peaceful, amazing memories. Those moments that we have in our mind that we always go back to and when we think about those things, it, it gives us that nostalgia, that happiness, that joy, that fuzzy feeling inside. We can snap out of frames easier than we think we can. We can tap into our body and walk out of a toxic frame of our mind with more ease, with more grace, but it requires a surrendering and saying, okay, I don't feel good today. I don't feel good in my body or I don't feel good with where my life is at or I don't feel good with this relationship that I have in my life, but I can find happiness and I can find contentment from within. I truly can, and if you can tell yourself that and you can start to shift and just move out of that space and move and breathe out of that space and close your eyes and be still and be present and just allow yourself to be with those feelings and be with those thoughts and 
when you're ready to release them and you're ready to feel better, envision yourself, visualize yourself crawling away, walking away, jumping away, whatever it is, escaping out of that frame that is keeping you heavy, that is keeping you away from feeling your fullest potential of happiness or contentment, even in times of chaos, even in times of despair and depression, right? So continue to breathe in and out of your nose. And if you like that visualization, you can continue to visualize yourself lying in this warm sand on the beach. There's no one around you. You feel safe and you have your privacy and you have your cold drink next to you and you're gazing out into the ocean and the sun is hitting it so strongly that the sunbeams on the ocean are glistening like glitter, like a shiny metallic glitter, silver, shimmering over the ocean and you're just mesmerized by this this view that you have in front of you and you feel your body warm and you're not in pain and you feel very grateful for where you are and that you crawled out of that frame of chaos and instead of being stuck in that frame of chaos now you're standing away from that frame and you're looking into that frame with a new lens as if you are above your life. You are looking at your life from a angel view from above, a bird's eye view and you can see that that same wave of chaos, that same wave of suffering led you to have the energy to crawl out of that that wave and bring yourself to shore and now you're lying down in bliss and you are reaping the benefits of that dose of suffering. So that little dose of suffering actually was the momentum that you needed in order to get out of it, lie down on the beach and gaze at it in a new perspective. breath in and sigh it out of your mouth. <sighs> Try to push out every drop of air. Push, push, push. Then you're going to inhale, fill up. Hold your inhale for three, for two, for one. Exhale, sigh it out. <sighs> push every drop of air out. Push, push, push. Good, inhale through the nose, all the way up. Hold your inhale, hold the inhale for three, for two, for one, sigh it out, exhale. Push, push, push every drop of air out of the body. One more breath like that, inhale, fill up all the way, hold your inhale, feel your belly rise, feel your lungs inflate, hold that inhale for three, for two, 
for one exhale sigh it out exhale 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 push 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 every drop of air and then you can just start to breathe naturally whenever you're ready you can start to open your eyes if you'd like to keep your eyes closed that's fine I'm just going to give you a little bit of a writing prompt for today. I hope that everyone enjoyed that meditation. If you're just tuning in right now, we are going to do a little bit of a writing prompt. And this meditation will be available for 24 hours. And I will also be posting it on my YouTube. I'm going to try at least because sometimes it doesn't work. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Gypsy Love Flow. And yeah, I hope you enjoyed that meditation. So get out your pen and paper or your journal or, you know, scrap paper, whatever it is. And here's your prompt. So we all wear masks in our lives. We all wear different personas and different masks around different people in our lives because that's normal. You can't be the same exact person that you are at work um, as you are in front of your grandmother, for example. You know, you have certain you have certain groups of friends that you can talk to about spirituality and then you have certain groups of friends that you um, don't really tap into those kinds of conversations. You have family members who you talk to and you just barely skim the surface and then there's family members who you can tell everything to right so we all have these masks but we also have masks that we wear that um, we're ready to let go of that we know we've only put on this mask to make people happy or because we felt like we had to when we were little um, and we were very, you know, conditioned or whatever. So the first prompt is, what mask are you ready to take off? So what persona or what front or what kind of fake personality or, or mask are you ready to release? It could be the mask of anger. It could be the mask of, I'm fine, I don't feel any emotions, everything's fine. It could be the mask of, um, I, you know, resentment. It could be the mask of depression, you know, identifying ourselves with depression or identifying ourselves as too much or too crazy or not enough, you know? Um, and then we mold ourselves to please people. So what mask are you ready to take off? That's the first prompt. The second prompt is what role of a character are you ready to release? What role are you ready to release? So what role do you play in one area of your life that you're just not trying to act in that way? You don't want to be that role anymore. It could be the role of the codependent it could be the role of, I'm always angry and I'm always resentment, I'm always resentful. It could be the role of, um, I'm, I'm the quiet one and I never, I never speak my mind. 
it could be the role of I'm I'm very withdrawn and that's how people see me so that's how I'm gonna stay basically we we step into these roles as children as teenagers and then once we get into our adult lives these roles have stuck with us and they have really become a part of us and we don't want to be in that role anymore we don't want to identify ourselves as that anymore so I am going to give you those two prompts and I'd love for you to uh, message me on Instagram and let me know how those prompts work for you